In light of recent events, we want to take the time to say that we support the peaceful protesters as this fight for equality and the recognition of the value of human life continues. Black lives do, in fact, matter, regardless of station. Though we are deeply troubled by current events, we ourselves turn to comedy in order to recover after witnessing such horrors as are now daily taking place with widespread coverage, and it is for that reason that we decided to continue releasing this podcast on its usual schedule. So enjoy. Hi, kids. You're about to listen to a comedy podcast. That means that none of this is medical advice. If you need medical advice or medical care, please contact your doctor. Welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast featuring Dr. London Smith. Why are they using tear gas on peaceful protesters during a pandemic? Introducing your host, Dr. London Smith. Hello, and welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast, where we discuss fitness and health and how to incorporate our modern understanding of science and medicine into our daily lives, but without it being so boring. I'm your host, DrLondonSmith.com. I would like to begin by apologizing to our listeners. We have received some feedback about the overuse of technical medical terms that I've been using, such as meiotic non-disjunction and timber. So I will try to temper my terminology to a simpler one in the future. Here to help with that is our producer, Cameron. Hello, hello, Dr. London. How are you? I'm, uh, I'm relatively okay. How, how well, are wh- you? Why, why can't we get down to the nitty gritty? What's with all the, uh, you know, the, these passive aggressive, like, oh, I'm doing fine. I'm doing pretty okay. That's not even an answer. Well, I want the real Dr. London to answer. Yeah, well, it's just, uh, I don't know if you're, you're aware of this, but today is the, you know, the annual performance review. So I'm, I'm a little antsy over it. 52nd episode, and, 52 weeks. He, yeah, but I mean, like, what do you have to worry about? Yeah, I, I don't assume anything, but it's it's just like for any test, you get a little, you know, anxiety. That's all. Uh, no, I don't, I yeah, don't think I'm sorry. so. I don't think that's normal for most people. Who take a test? I, yeah, I mean, I guess for the people at the bottom of the totem pole, or, you know, the... The low scores in the class. Yeah, I guess I could see if I was one of those. It's hard to just imagine, you know? I guess if I was one of those people, maybe I would get stressed out about a test. Yes. Well, but, if- I mean, usually on test day, you know, I wake up and then I go to to the donut shop. And I'll usually get like a dozen kolaches and a dozen donut holes assorted. And then a dozen donuts. And then I'll eat that in the parking lot. Um with Miss uh, Franson, okay, the home ec teacher. Yeah. Because me and her, I think we have a connection that a lot of people wouldn't understand. And this, and that, that's not it's really... every day. Is that with a test, or how is that related? Oh, yeah, this is test day. Because I'm just relaxed, baby. I'm just hanging out. And then I go take the test, ace it, obviously, like everyone, except for the people, the lowest part of the class. Yes. Do you... 
And you actually take it. You aren't hiring someone else or... Well, I mean, I, you know, does a person who, who, who created and designed a car, don't they hire other people to do the actual, you know, uh, hands-on work? The yes. manufacturing? So, uh-huh. so you're saying... The assembly line work, you know? So you study hard for a test and then... I'm saying I hire an assembly line of people. Just like when you're building a car or building anything in a factory. So each person is responsible for one answer on the test. That way it makes it super easy. So if there's 85 questions on the test, I got 85 people in the classroom. And they just pass it around one at a time. And I ace it every time. Like most people would. Okay. So anyway, so so that's our producer, Cameron. Um, Also with us. Yeah, that that was you, Cameron. Also Yoink. with us is DJ in the house. than having a guest i think we're just going to be focusing really on this performance review so we can you know bring you guys the best podcast possible yeah and i'm excited to really dig in deep here dr lonnie because i think there's been a lot of uh there's a lot of things to cover there's been a lot of complaints that have gone ignored yes um people are saying a lot of different things i've been saying a lot of different things and i think uh it's 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 high time we address these these issues with this podcast i am concerned about the the amount of feedback you've personally given. But uh, but before we move on, I would like to address a bit of listener feedback that I assume is not from Cameron. I found this note jammed into the wooden support of my mailbox with a large hunting knife. The note reads, quote, Safety first. Driving is a great way to test your vision. Much safer than going to the optician or trying to read... Something like, say, government guidelines, XX, end quote. Uh, so, first of all, thank you so much for reaching out to the Jock Doc podcast. We, we love to hear from these listeners. T- to answer your question, I would like to clarify that although driving an automobile could serve in some capacity as a test of vision, um, the issue becomes the consequence of failing that test. So if you if a person fails at the optician, you know, they'll find a treatment for you, like corrective lenses or something. On the road, failure could mean, you know, injury or death yeah. to yourself. Or running into a chicken express. Or others. I'm sorry? Or running into a chicken express. Uh 
Yeah, for example. I I mean, I understand this person's hesitation to trust government-mandated eye test charts. Why Why are you guys hiding all of these crazy and creepy messages in your eye charts? I hate it. I, I don't like taking those tests because I, every time I walk away knowing something that I wish I didn't know. So usually it's just, you know, kind of a random assortment of, you know, letters. And uh, it's not really a message. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it, it just happens to say, Cameron, I know what you did. I feel like... This is an example of you reading into something that isn't necessarily there. Did you Cameron, write that? I know you you pretend that it never happened, but you know it happened. I and then I'm saying, doctor, what is this? And the doctor's on his damn phone, just texting away, tweeting away. Was this a was an actual physician? So I like, ran into a Chicken Express. Oh. Okay, well, anyway, to this listener, thanks for listening. And now for today's medical topic, chronic bronchitis. Chronic bronchitis, like emphysema, is a chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, or COPD. It is a clinical diagnosis characterized by chronic cough productive of sputum for at least three months per year for at least two consecutive years. So COPD is currently the fourth leading cause of death in the United States. Chronic bronchitis is uh, caused by excessive mucus production that results in the narrowing of the airways. They also have uh, inflammation and scarring in airways, um, enlargement in mucus glands, and smooth muscle hyperplasia. And all of these uh, lead to obstruction. And that happens three months out of every two years. With the with the two months in the third year, is that what you said? It's chronic cough, productive of sputum for at least three months per year, and then so two months in a in a in a third year. It's with a third month in a in the two. I'm sorry. Is that right? I should I should nope. restate. So it's three months in a given year, and then it has to be two consecutive years of that happening so it's Say what? so it's two it's three it's three weeks on the first year but nope. then nine or nine weeks on the second right because you would split it up and then by the third well and then you would add the um three months is that right well and this is you know your physician will will probably do this part for you cameron but oh my physician is not a math guy okay so it is chronic cough, productive of sputum, for at least three months per year, for at least two consecutive years. So it's two years in a row, three months. With the third, and then in the third one. Three months per you'd year. You do of two months. So it's, you'd, do a, you'd, do a back, you'd do a back-to-back month on the fourth year that's, that's, that rolls over from the second year. Yes. Yeah, what's the rollover on this? Um, I don't think there's a... It's a rollover situation. It's more just like one way you could think of it is just if. But you, if you don't, so but if you so if if you don't use the the two months in the second year, you don't. You've lost it in the third year as well. Wow. You have to do at least, and I I say it like you have to do, but really this is a this is an illness. You shouldn't do this if you can help it. But 
three months per year for two years in a row at least is how you I think you guys should really think about our like a rollover system yeah i i just don't see everyone using this the the third month in the fourth year yeah well and this is why it's more of a like it's up to your physician really to to make these kind of judgments but and again again he's not a math guy all right well in any case, uh, so emphysema, which is what we talked about last week, uh, emphysema and chronic bronchitis, they often coexist, but predominant chronic bronchitis patients present as what are termed blue bloaters. They tend to be overweight and cyanotic, which is a term for when the skin is blue or purple. Uh, and this is secondary to chronic hypoxemia and increased carbon dioxide in the bloodstream. The most important intervention in chronic bronchitis is smoking cessation. Smoking cessation prolongs the survival rate, and oxygen therapy has been shown to improve survival and quality of life in patients with both COPD and chronic hypoxemia. So so the smoking sensation, it improves my, what do you say, invincibility and quality of life? Okay, no, I should clarify. It's the word is cessation, as in you don't. It's not a sensa- not a sensation. You, st- it's quitting smoking. Is, no, is what I'm trying to say. Here. No, I mean there's a there's a pretty good sensation while smoking. All right. Well, so the argument here is that actually it may you know provide you a good feeling in the moment, but long term it can be damaging. So. Uh, other treatments include bronchodilators like anticholinergic drugs and beta-2 agonists. And in acute exacerbations, you can consider steroids and antibiotics. Uh, symptoms and severity will change uh, treatment approaches, and lung resection or transplant could be potential options for certain cases. But uh, yeah, quitting smoking is really the the best way to approach this. And so the smoking sensation, you said, you know, it it temporarily is, you know, might feel pretty good, but it's going to hurt you in the long run. That's kind of like eating a whole boar. In the moment, yeah, it feels good. It feels smart. Like you want it. I'm not sure. But boy, you're going to pay for that later. Yes. Have you, have you run into this? You're going to pay for that later. If you eat the whole boar, Oof. Is this is this a problem you run into, like enough to know that it's a bad habit? To get a tummy ache after eating a whole boar? Yeah. Well, I mean, I just assume it's a lot of meat. Okay, because the way you say it, you make it sound like, you know, like oh, I've I've done that before. I've been down that road. I've had that habit. Don't do it. Oh, so I can't just use basic human common sense and logic to figure that out? Okay, so you haven't... To know that eating a, an entire animal's worth of meat... So you haven't done that. ...is probably going to give you a tummy ache? You... This is the scientific method, Dr. London. I thought you, of all people, would appreciate this. I'm sorry. I didn't know that you were stating a hypothesis. I thought you were, you know, just telling me about a dining experience you had okay 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 just i I just wanted to make sure of it okay we can move on from there then all right uh cameron do we have a sponsor today we do dr london 
I'm really, really, really excited about this. This is, um, as you know, this is sort of the the 52nd episode, which means we've been doing this for about a year now. Right. And so, I mean, that's a year's worth of episodes, a year's worth of listeners, a year's worth of, you know, merch and, and products and advertisers, and it's a year's worth of raising money for our show. Well, I, yeah, it seems like, because you have a history of kind of, you know, like, we'll get sponsors, but then you seem to kind of chase them away, or... And I know I'm a bit of a troublemaker, and sometimes I don't know the logistics or the Excel sheets or whatever, the PowerPoints of every single little businessy thing, but... I'm very, very, very excited to tell you that just a few days ago, we raised our one millionth dollar for the podcast. Um, really? Yeah. It turns out one wow. of those past advertisers, and I don't know which one, ended up being so successful. And because they had given me a share of something, we got the check in the mail. And you- and, and this is real. This is one hundred percent real. Wow! And you, and you also don't know which. I feel like it, which it's got to be Billy's bunghole sauce, right? Yes. I'm. I mean, I guess I don't know, but I saw that at I, the movie theaters the other day. I was at the AMC, and you could put it on your popcorn. Okay, it sounds like. I'm sorry. You went to the movie theaters? Yeah. Just for the popcorn. Right. Okay. I get. Okay. All right, well, um, okay, so I guess if we have this so, this funding, with, we can yeah, start with this new really educating more. Exactly. We can, we can do advertising. We could start, uh, well, the real dream of this podcast to, to fund medical missionary work. Yeah, absolutely. And the, all of those things, we, you know, they all have to, to get to those things. We got to take a big first step. And, you know, you definitely have to spend money to make money, which is why today's advertiser is our biggest advertiser yet. And I've spent all of our $1 million getting this advertiser. It's Nike. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You spent that million, the entire, all the million dollars? Yeah, getting the advertiser. And we got them. We got Nike, Dr. London. I, so... So you, because once again, you don't advertise. Okay, advertisers are supposed to pay you to run an advertisement because it gives exposure for their product. Okay, and so oh no, I had I already s- paid them. Yes, yeah. So, so what I'm saying is that if they, if they're trying to run an ad, you know, they're basing it on. What what we have to give them is okay. a number of listeners, okay? okay, people who will hear their product, mm-hmm. okay, and so we expose those listeners okay. to words about that product, sure, and that is a service that they pay us to receive, and so it's an exchange. Uh, well, no, you're because no, you're thinking of a um, volunteer. And this is more of a advertiser, and so the money's already been. I mean, it's been it's been cash. They've they accepted it, and so now we can can finally finally what I've been always dreaming of advertising Nike. 
<laughs> and so you Nike. Nike's got the shoes. They've got the check mark. Michael Jordan. Um, they've got like track suits or yes. uh, maybe like a hoodie. You get a Nike hoodie anytime you want. Probably sweatpants. Um, probably like sweatbands. So yes. You could probably get a sweatband with just the logo, even without the word Nike, which is kind of cool. It's kind of minimalist when you, you do stuff like that. Because they're such a big, big brand that, the, you know, we really don't even have to advertise them at all. Every single person who could possibly listen to this knows what it is. Yeah, well, okay. And so you can just do the swoop are, on, like, whatever you want. So I, that's just not how it works. So Sunglasses, I'm probably. Maybe, like, uh, goggles, like swimming goggles. So we didn't get any about like cleats, money, f- right? From like soccer Nike. cleats. Nike didn't give us give us anything. Not then. a dime. No. Nope. Well, no, they did give us like a thank you for the million. Yes. They and they acknowledged that we paid to advertise. Yeah, they said thanks. Appreciate it. And you're sure it was the the Nike Corporation? Um, yeah, I mean, I definitely gave it to a guy with, like, a check mark in a bag. Okay. Like, you know well, those, I, you know those I, like, those sacks that have a dollar sign on it? This had the Nike check mark. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of bags have that particular logo on it because, you Yeah, because Nike, Nike is an Nike international is. corporation with a lot of employees. Yeah, I was so famous... I was so lucky to meet this guy. And so I guess my point is like someone like you know point just like the, the bottom of the cleats, the soccer cleats. Yeah, so one Nike of us could have just do it, just as just cleat it. Easily been wearing the same bag, and it wouldn't have meant anything. Just cleat it. Okay. All right. Well, I guess. Um, I guess we'll. Uh, th- thank you to. Can you Nike, say? Can I you guess. say just cleat it? I think they would appreciate if the host said it. Is, and you think that that's their new slogan as well? Well, I mean, it's sort of like a pitch, right? Because it's like just do it, but we're talking about cleats, so maybe just do it. You use that for everything else, like the 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 tennis shoes and the the hoodies and beanies and all that stuff. But then for the cleats, you have just cleat it. So you, it's your uh, sort of it's sort of a subsidiary really of Nike. Okay, uh just just cleat it. Peter Dylan, you got that. Yes. You got a clean? Yes. Okay. All right, we're good. All right, so Cameron, you've been bringing up um, you know, and I also did the fact that we have a performance review today just the annual performance review. I want to make sure that we're doing right by our listeners. Yeah. We're bringing the kind of educational content that we want. I want to see, I don't know, should we, should we be going a little bit deeper with the medical content? Um, you know, like sometimes I skip over a little bit of the treatment options and I don't always explain, you know, the uh, pharmacology and, you know, how that would affect the pathophysiology of a given uh you know, treatment plan. So with that in mind, I wanted to make sure that we kind of talked things out, made sure that we're on the same page. And this is going to be, this is going to be hopefully Dr. London, if you agree, sort of a free flowing conversation between you and me and the listeners. 
yes, the listeners aren't listening to it live, but in a way, they're having they're part of the conversation with us, and they can they can contact us and with their own with their with their own views as well. Yeah, yeah, and you know this is why we you know we read the listener feedback. We try to keep in touch. We want to you know any corrections that need to come in, that sort of thing. We I mean it. it it, it, it's going to be a free-flowing conversation between you and me and the listeners and my buddy Petey. Um, I'm sorry? Petey? Petey. Who, he's going to be the new executive producer on the show. Huh. I guess I I was unaware of... So, so you're the producer. Mm-hmm. And Petey is the executive producer? Mm-hmm. Okay. I... I he won't be around much, that... but he, I mean, he's going to, he, he'll, he'll chime in sometimes. I might get a text message. That's kind of, okay. Kind of what he's thinking. So he's, is he listening live then? He's definitely listening to something. I okay. can tell because he's singing along. I can see on the feed. Okay. All right. Well, um, I guess, uh, hello, Petey. I get, thank you for joining us. Um, all right, no, so I, I mean, guess I we can... He, I think he's listening to, I mean, I think it's face down by the red jumpsuit apparatus. I, I can't really read lips, but he, it just has that energy, you know? Because you're reading the lips of him singing along with a song. Yeah, and I'm, it's got to be face down. Okay. And it couldn't just... I think he's going face down in the dirt. It couldn't just be that he's trying to talk to us and he's muted. No, I mean the head banging wouldn't wouldn't make any sense with that. But we let, let's get to these reviews, okay. right? Ladies and gentlemen, the Jock Duck Annual Performance Review. <laughs> so, okay, so we have this sort of formality we have to go through, Cameron. I hope you uh, okay. You're fine with that. Um, yeah. What's my name? You said Cameron. Ca- Cameron? Did I say Cameron? I'm sorry. Yeah, I think so, but that's fine. I wanted to make sure I wasn't saying my name wrong this whole time. That would be so embarrassing. Yeah. Because this whole time I thought my name was Cameron, but it was really Cameron, and so I was like, oh, oh no. Yeah. Okay. And just for the listeners, um, this this performance review was given to me by like these papers were given to me by Cameron. Or I guess maybe by Petey, the executive producer. I don't know who it came from originally, but uh, I just we'll we'll just kind of review this. All right. So, um, what have your strengths been in the last fifty-two episodes? Sorry, what has your strength been? One strength been in the last fifty-two episodes, and that's directed mm-hmm. towards. Uh, the listener. Okay. Yep. Um, Cameron, do you want to start? And again, this is a free flowing conversation, so I want to hear from the listener. Okay. What are our listeners' strength that they've learned over the last fifty-two episodes? Okay, good. This will give me time to think. So we're just gonna wait for the listener's response. <clears throat> just gonna sit. Here, just gonna wait. Is the phone? Are the phones? I mean, are they unplugged? Oh, no, I think 
because you had to sell the phones to pay for... Uh, okay, so I think one of the strengths of our listeners is they're very good at listening. Um, mm, not this new batch. Okay, well, I guess just from the silence, that's what I assume. I guess just being quiet would be another strength. I told our listeners over the internet, over I was doing a, an Instagram live video, and I told our listeners that I don't hide any sort of, you know, candies or any sort of, and you know, snacks like chips or whatever. I don't hide anything like that underneath my dresser. Guess what I find in my room three days later? A listener? A listener stealing my snacks. Mm. And I said, no. I don't keep my snacks under there. So they're not... I did the, no. To say that they're good listeners would be sort of a bold-faced lie. I think the, the main strength of our listener uh, over the last 52 episodes is that he has gained, I think, some sort of an antidote to the poisons that I've been using on him. Okay, I guess that does bring to us to another point. Um, in the annual performance review, so Cameron... You have managed to narrow down the fact that well, we only have one listener left now, and it is that one you're referring to. Yes. Well, it's consolidation. I've consolidated, because there was a lot of repetitive listeners. There was a lot of listeners where it's like they were basically like the same type of person. So we've now consolidated it down to just one person, sort of to make the process a lot more efficient. Yeah, so... Does that make it more efficient? Because it seems like it just makes us lose listeners, lose you know potential sponsorship opportunities, um, potential chances to you know increase uh, the revenue for the podcast in order to once again mm -hmm. hopefully pay for medical supplies for those in need. Uh, do you see? Do you see how that's an issue? We've saved so much on bandwidth because we've 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 been able to, you know, remove the redundancies and and consolidate everything, really streamline everything. Oh, this is a this is this is the internet, Doctor London. That's a, it's all about you know the fast paced nineties. Okay, well, I'm sorry, the nineties. Mm -hmm. Uh, okay, well, for, for our listeners, this isn't really so much a medical fact but the the current year is actually 2020 it's not we're we're no longer in the 1990s so just i just want to make that clarification real quick uh but cameron and i want to admit i do also want to mention to i would make sort of make an announcement to our listener um if you i haven't been able to make it to the store at all lately and so if you could maybe pick me up, maybe like a carton of eggs, um, just a thing of, of whole milk, maybe like Horizon organic whole milk, just a, like a half gallon, um, and then um, just a loaf of bread. And that way I can make, um, you know, French toast. Yes. All right. Well, uh, Cameron, are you ready to read off, you know, your portion? Uh, yeah, sure, Dr. London. Well, I mean, I have a I have a question here that was definitely direct. I, I believe it's directed towards you. This comes from a listener. Okay, great. Uh, so they say, uh, Dr. London, why are you so stinky? 
I feel like I can smell your stink through the podcast. I didn't know that was a feature. I've looked through all of my phone settings, and I've tried to turn the stinky smell off, but that doesn't seem to be a setting. Could you explain the medical technology for why this is happening? Oh, oh that, that is okay. Your lover, Petey. All right. Well, thank you, Petey, for your question. Cameron. Oh, no, that was an anonymous listener. Okay. And do you happen to know, is that anonymous listener our executive producer by any chance? I have no way to know. Okay. So um, I guess one possibility to explain that would be the, the WIF app, which has been advertised on our podcast. This is one of our sponsored episodes, which was supposed to be a medical, you know, a new, a new medical technology. But mm-hmm. um, I'm... You know, I thought that we kind of dismissed that, decided not to go with it. So I'm not sure. Cameron, is there any, do you know if there's any update from that? Oh, that is stanky. Um, I mean, I would say I did hear from a listener recently that the podcast was, was giving off a real bad stinky stink. Okay, so this is, this is a, can you, okay, well, it's good to know this. This is the one, it's the one in the letter. Oh, it's the same. I had heard about that earlier today. Like just a couple minutes ago. Yeah. No, I I remember. Okay, well, I I guess I'll try to bathe more. Maybe I'll wear wear more cologne. Um, I'm not sure really. I guess if it's in your cologne's phone- kind of an old school thing. Outside of like special events, I, I would say just maybe 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 switch up your deodorant your body wash whatever you're using well and as an alternative idea uh and this isn't you know i i will try to work on my personal hygiene but maybe if you take the phone if you take your phone with you to the restroom and to other places where it can acquire a a smell you know cell phones are notorious for gathering germs so maybe Mm -hmm. try to wipe yours down you know and and when i say wipe yours down i do mean with you know sometimes some antibacterial product and uh that might actually you know assist in your problem it may be your phone rather than my personal stink if that if that makes sense i given that i smell you pretty frequently i'm gonna say it, it absolutely does not make any sense Okay, and uh, no, and that's that's fine. Do you have a do 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 you have anything in the performance review now for me? Yeah, so see, there's a lot. Okay, so here. Okay, and this this is to Cameron. Um, uh, Exactly how many sponsors lives? have you ended okay that that actually does seem kind of harsh because that seems really harsh i take care of our sponsors i mean you did leave a lot of them in a submarine correct yeah because i take care of our sponsors well but they did they passed away because of that whenever you went up to get out right 
I have no idea. I just know I took care of them. You get it? Oh, so you mean... Do I need to take care of you too, Dr. London? When you say you took care of... You you are answering the question, aren't you? Okay. All right. I'm saying maybe this this question asker needs to be taken care of. And maybe the little doctor, who's reading it, huh? Denied. Yeah, yeah, so I'm sorry to... Okay. So I do have some feedback here. It does say, um, Dr. London, that it doesn't... It sounds like you're not sitting up straight. We actually got that from a number of our listeners. Okay. And so I think that's something that maybe we could improve on is your posture. That's fair. And so okay. one of the things I was hoping we could do is, so here, turn around a little bit. Yeah. Where your back's facing me, okay? Mm-hmm. And then um, can you hand me um, that, the the big, the big the thing with the handle with the big metal thing on the end? My hands are full. Can I foot it to you? Yeah, you can, you can just foot it okay. to me. That's fine. Yeah, here. Yeah, it's like a big metal piece. It's got a flat head. And then there's like a, a like a handle mm-hmm. to use for like for hitting in nails, you know. And so I'm just oh, gonna take. Are you talking this about a thing. hammer? So I'm just gonna. You're the one passing it to me with your foot. Yeah. No, I guess I. So I'm. For the listeners. So go so. ahead, face the other direction. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna hit your back. I'm gonna do it thirty times. Okay. okay? No, actually. So I'm gonna go ahead and foot that right back. Huh. Okay. 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 Please. Okay. And. Okay. All right. So now, now sit up straight. Well, so I'm just gonna lay down here for now. All right. Listeners can hear that though. Okay. I will. They call you the the bad posture imposter. Okay. Well, maybe. You know, rather than us try to recount... Steph Curry said that on TV a couple weeks ago. That's how that's how crazy that nickname's gotten. So maybe rather than, you know, trying to remember what we've done, we can just replay some old clips. Like, would, would that make sense for you? Um, I guess it would make sense if it if it's in line with some of our feedback here. Yeah. So just, I mean, some of the ones that really reinforce, let's say that, that latest one, my posture. All right. So let's listen to that clip. Just hold still. Just hold still. I'm going to ruin your posture. It's for your neck health. That's the, Okay, so that was a fun clip. Wow, that was a great I memory. I feel like, like maybe my poor posture is, you know, a consequence of maybe some of your impact on the podcast and my person. Your your influence on my person. I mean. Okay. Okay. And then. So I I win? I'm sorry. Performance review, it's more for us to just evaluate where we are, how can we improve going forward, you know? 
It's not really about winning. Okay, but did, what's the but what but how many points did I gain in the, that last round? Okay, so I don't I don't think there's a point system to it. Did I can I go for a double? Can I request a? I'm going to go for a double. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Well, I'll just. All right. Let's go for a double. So, right here, we've got some more listener feedback, and this this isn't even a listener. It's actually from our our boss, Casey oh. Anthony. Casey says, why didn't you ever play that episode I guessed it on? I was really looking forward to it because I'm a huge fan, but it never happened. Okay. We can... I mean, do we want to play a clip from that? I mean, just a brief one. And I think we had a really... We we at least... We did have a medical lesson, and it just just didn't seem... uh, like it filled a full episode basically that was that was was the problem with it okay right so cameron in a idiopathic gutate uh hypomelanosis come here sit down sit down in front of the guest sit Sit down shut up casey go away Sit down, Dr. Lander. Okay, just, yeah, just hold him down. Well, don't hold him down that much. Okay. Let's just, let's end this show right now. Where did she get that rope from? All right, so that, once again, I am seeing a kind of a violent pattern, which, Cameron, I'm not sure if you're aware, but the audio, like, if there's a visual component that you're trying to convey about improving posture or or ruining it it's not me it's the listeners yeah so they can't see it is the problem and these are pretty but they can tell it's like when they say on the radio that you can tell when someone's smiling or not from their voice and their inflection they can tell how well your posture is how well it's pretty easy ira glass terrible posture joe rogan his head's on backwards you can tell that's why his body's shaped like that. Okay. Well, I imagine it was some sort of punching accident. Someone spun his head the opposite way. But that's the, it's the only way to explain why he looks the way he does is because his head is on. Backwards. Yeah. Okay. Well, I feel like at this point we're kind of we are running in a few circles about this. Uh, this annual performance review. Like I've, I feel like maybe I'll just, I'll try to be maybe a little bit more in depth with the medical lessons. Does that make sense? That sounds, uh, terrible. Sounds awful. Okay. Well, um, what are your, what are your takeaways here? The medical lessons, I think the medical lessons need to be hella simplified, Dr. London. Cause right now they're like, uh, excuse me. Um, if you take the left ventricle, and you plug it into the uh, right tubular um, uh, systematory, then the pneumonia takes over the uh, the appendix. And it's like, why don't you explain it in like words that people understand? Like a virus is like like a it's like a it's like a sled. It's like a snowman. It's like Jack the Snowman, the one that's alive, riding a sled down a snowy hill. See, I get that. Okay, so do you want me to 
right now just give a try at explaining a, a simple medical topic simply. Okay. Yeah. So. Like osteoporosis. Okay. So osteoporosis, your, uh, your bones are weak and brittle and bad. Is that was that was that good? Okay. Huh? Nope. You know, I I think if you explained it more like, imagine you're Jack the Snowman. You've just okay, so it has life. to be and a snowman analogy. I think I think most of our audience would understand that a lot more than the kind of vague. I I don't know what I'm picturing when you're talking about this stuff. It's what just am I supposed like to be we are like right at the start of summer, a little bit into summer now. And it just seems like an odd metaphor to be using. Okay, what about a sand sandman on the beach? Like a sandman and he's sledding down like a a beachy hill, a, a sandy hill on a snow on a surfboard, on like a boogie board. Okay, well so I feel like And that's osteoporosis. See, I'm not sure if that adequately conveys the actual meaning what well, you're the these are these are your medical lessons it's not my job right okay well my job is to keep pd off of the computer that's that's what you consider to be your job is keep your executive producer off the computer that's been clearly defined as my uh my main task your vocation okay well um much as i appreciate and we we probably should talk a little bit more about, you know, even bringing on an executive producer without mentioning it to me. That seems kind of a like an odd move. Should I should I mention should I read this this uh, next piece of listener feedback? We can play yeah. a little clip from. Yeah, I guess we could. Yeah. Okay. The the listener says, "What happened to the musical episodes? Those are the ones that I miss the most." And I kind of have to agree, Dr. Linda. We haven't done a musical episode, I feel like, in a while. So, I mean, we should play... Let, let's play an old clip. Uh, all right. I guess we had... I mean, we've, we had a lot of musical episodes. So to narrow it down, I'm just going to have to hear it in order to know which one we're talking about. Play that clip. Wow. Rhythm and a blues. And I'm you got them wandering. Because I'm a patient. Uh-huh. And you're the doctor. But it can't be. Okay, well, that's the lesson for today. Uh, give me a high five, a wink, and say hey. Because now we're done. <laughs> Yeah, and that was our wow. That really that, that was, was a great episode. Maybe. Yeah, and what's what is impressive is God, that was so like good. all of that was written so far ahead of time. We revised it. We hired you mm-hmm. know symphony orchestra. Um, sound time. We got sound time. Like the studio time was expensive. Is that what you meant by sound time? No, we we got we had sound time. You mean sound time? S- s- 
Stephen Stephen Soundheim. Mm, okay, so when this is very embarrassing because the whole time we were working with him, I thought he just was referring to like when he introduced himself. I thought it was just a reference to we're making sounds at this time. Yeah. Great. Well, no longer my favorite episode. Oh, don't tell him that though. Oh, he's going to be pissed. Well, I, I've got a suggestion, Dr. London, maybe, maybe to end this episode um, as a gift to our fans. Uh, and because they've been asking for it, maybe we play an old clip from the, the last episode of, of our, our good old friend, our old third co-host that we had on this show, uh, Johnny Johnson. Yeah. The episode he famously passed away on. Yeah, I just can't help. Okay. I, I mean, it's still, it's still not easy. Can we play a clip? Yeah, I don't, I don't know about that, Johnny. Well, maybe you shouldn't know about it, Okay, Cameron. Johnny. I just want to say, what's up, yeah. my dad? No, hey, Johnny, it's just, um, you know. I just want to thank you guys, because you are my best friends, and I'm so happy that the three of us host this podcast y- Yeah, together. but Johnny, we did want to talk yes. to you about that, because... Oh, my heart! Okay, well, I guess, be- because, you know, we ah. have to kind of let you go, is... Oh, my heart. And so, with that in mind... There goes Johnny. Oh, before he could be fired. It's falling over. And he's hitting the ground. Did you want to do something about this, Doctor? About... His heart and the guy on the ground? Well, no, I, I already fired him, so that was... So you don't... Okay. So the the the, the oh, medical part of that. Oh you're no! Not... I sorry. I just when I'm in the zone with a podcast, I don't even think it. Okay, yeah. So I. So let's then let's we can finish the episode and then we'll we can help the guy. I'm, is that bad? Because that's I'm just in the zone. Nah, let's just let's just finish the episode. Yeah. And when you're in the pod zone, you can't go home. That's what I've always said. Yeah. Wow. I... Those are some good memories. So, and you were a lot cooler back then. Yeah, I, I, I don't feel. Yeah, I still wake up at night about that. He had to go though, right? Wait. Well, we. He was off. Oh, like fire him? Yeah. No, he kept. Like you know how. The, the listeners will sometimes prank me with these notes. He will, he would just walk up to me and stab me. So. Yeah. He stole my son. No, you're. He said, I'm this kid's dad now. And the kid was like, I mean, yeah. Cause that's how confident he was about the move. Yeah. Like the kid couldn't even, couldn't even call me dad anymore after, after seeing that, that alpha move. So just like, well, that's your kid now. Yeah. And now that that kid's an orphan. Cuz you wouldn't take him back. Yeah, no. Well, so and he was in his early 30s. Yeah. 
but in any case, uh, I I feel like this performance review has actually been kind of a downer. Now I didn't didn't think we would end on you know tragedy. Aww. So and yeah, once again about Johnny, I uh, you know I don't feel great about it. In fact, I feel pretty bad about it. But um, in any way, in any case. Uh, going forward, we're gonna try to, you know, just once again bring the, the the best, peer-reviewed, oh. medically. I'm just gonna text Pete. Petey is actually here. Here, get, let me get. Let me go. I'm gonna go get him. I'm gonna let okay. him in. Okay, one second. Okay. Yeah. Just go ahead. Sit down. Okay. Hey guys, this is Petey. Um, you might think that I look a little like your old friend Johnny, but you can tell that I have a, I have a, uh, my mustache goes a different direction. Okay. So you're, so you just joined the team here. How do you know about Johnny? Uh, I, uh, just cause I'm an old time fan of the show. So obviously I knew when he was on the show as the old host, but, you know, I'm not Johnny trying to be Petey or anything like that. I'm just a guy who's here and has no intention of taking revenge on the show or the host of the show for letting me uh, uh, pass away, sort of. I mean, letting Johnny do that, not me. Different person. Okay, because, yeah, if if you were, because you do have, you bear such a resemblance to Johnny that, you know, it would ease... Like I, I wake up in cold sweats. I've gone to therapy. I have nightmares about that day, and it would, it would. E- I like I, I'd probably be angry, but I'd also be eased in my soul if I knew that, you know, that maybe the the worst had not happened. Okay, that I guess that's an interesting fact about you. Um. Okay. Cool. Okay. Well, once again, we could probably yeah. end the episode, right? Like this is not. I didn't think today would go like this. Um, but you know, everybody, everybody at home, all of our listeners, remember chronic bronchitis. You know, don't don't smoke. Uh, and yeah, keep keep letting giving us feedback, letting us know what's going on. Um, Cameron, anything else from you? I would say, like, just, like, take out the amount of bread you think you're actually going to use in the next week, and then freeze the rest. Yes. Right? Okay, and, you know, one other small detail that we didn't cover as much, but, uh, all of these, and we have stacks of these pages of listener mail and, you know, listeners who have found us in person everyone who just wanted to let us know that dj dylan has been absolutely you know just just taking us to new levels almost to a degree that's frustrating on my part because of the amount of work i put into this but um uh so so dj dylan uh you know high praise from listeners uh yes um, and they're pretty emphatic that zero there's nothing that should change about dj dylan nope so. nope 
And DJ Dylan, I gotta ask, can you take us out with a little song? DJ Dylan, the house. The medical lessons, I think the medical lessons need to be hella simplified, Dr. London. Because right now they're like, uh, excuse me, um, if you take the left ventricle and you plug it into the uh, right tubular um, uh, systematory. When you're in the pod zone, you can't go home. That's what I've always said. Ladies and gentlemen, the Jock Duck Annual Performance Review. Performance Review. DJ Dylan has been absolutely taking us to new levels. It, it, almost to a degree that's frustrating on my part. Yes. I'm Dr. LondonSmith.com, and this has been the Jock Doc Podcast. See ya. You almost hear the audience chanting your name as you stare into the bright lights. You bask in the glaring heat as it rolls over you in waves until it begins to envelope your mind, nay, your soul. This is the moment that people speak of when realities shift and worlds collide. And this is you about to take as big a chunk of it as you can. Padded gloves adorning both hands, you reach into that oven, and you grasp that tray, and you take a long and euphoric whiff of those delicious brownies. Speaking of euphoria, don't forget to leave a five-star review of the Jock Dog podcast in which you describe the details of your latest foray into the kitchen. And while you're at it, go ahead and share the Jock Dog podcast with a friend or foe. You can send them a link to your favorite episode or just send them our handy website, jockdogpodcast.com. And don't forget to take a peek at our posts on social media. We are at Jock Dog Podcast. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 